Hello, everybody. Welcome to the rapid reaction for the trade deadline for the Hawks. Uh, this is Georgia Sports on Tap. Um, this is our first rapid reaction podcast, and we're going to have fun uh, talking about the Sadiq Bay trade, talking about Bogdanovich and John Collins staying, and then we'll get into the other trade where they got Garrison Matthews and uh, Bruno Fernando is back uh, while trading some veterans and a couple second-round picks to get him. So we'll start off with the Sadiq Bay trade. This trade is probably like an A, as close as you can get to basically an A-plus trade without being an A-plus tra- a trade for me. Uh, mostly because it's not like they're getting crazy value for a superstar player, like... Um, a change a player that will change the whole trajectory of a team this this is a solid uh guy for the bench he's a good three-point shooter shooting like 40 percent this year he's uh his 58 percent of his shots come from outside the art um Sadiq Bey is only 23 years old so he still has room for development he's averaging 15 points per game with uh with the Detroit Pistons and this trade it was basically um Warriors sent Wiseman to the Pistons and then Pistons sent Sadiq Bay to the Warriors and then the Warriors sent um Sadiq Bay to the Hawks for five second round picks so that's pretty good value because if you look at what most second round picks are they're lottery type ticket guys where you're like not expecting them to amount into anything you'll be lucky if you get like a bench player like sometimes because most of where the Hawks range would be in for those second round picks it'd be like 40 to 50 range would where you'd expect those picks to be that they're giving up so those would be uh guys that you could easily go after the draft and try to find an undrafted free agent that maybe got looked over a little bit and develop them the same way you do with most second rounders. So um, really that's it for that trade. It's pretty cut and dry. It's um, Hawks getting a great depth piece and improving a really uh, flawed piece of the Hawks. Uh, Obviously they had horrible bench depth. Um, Hawks always were bad on the bench. They, uh, that's really been a key weakness uh, of the Hawks. You look at all their starting lineups, uh, they've performed really well. And then you, when you bring on the bench, you don't have enough depth to keep it uh, or, in, or good enough players to keep it to where you can win those games in tight games where you need the bench to come up with something. It's really just Trey and DeJounte and uh, John Collins having a down year which led to his value decreasing. So uh, John Collins, they ended up not trading, which I I think is a great move for the Hawks because his value, um, if y'all listen to Brad Rowland, who's a well-respected Hawks reporter, he's been stating that uh, his value might be at like the lowest it's been since uh, his rookie year. And uh, his shooting, which is... A big part of his game, the fact that he can space the floor, 
He's uh, got the athleticism to go dunk, make blocks. Um, so it takes away an element of John Collins' um, game if he's not shooting consistently, which hasn't been the case. His shooting has been down, so hopefully he'll get that straight, and hopefully with the new pieces we've added, it'll help him kind of be able to get it straight because he has more talent around him to help him play make and do what he needs to do, less pressure on him to make as many shots. Um, and let's go to uh, Bogey being back. Bogey's got a pretty big contract at $18 million. Um, so it was going to be kind of hard to trade him. It was basically probably going to be maybe pl- given another asset to get someone with the lower maybe try a cap cutting um trade with him but that didn't work out they obviously didn't find one they liked and or a swap where they take like two players and give up him they hawks obviously didn't find the right swap for them so they they decided to stay pat and say hey we're gonna keep him this is a scorer off the bench, so we're fine keeping him and seeing if maybe we'll trade him later if we need to. Um, and then for the last trade, they got uh, Garrison Matthews, who's a solid shooter off the bench. And then you also brought back Bruno Fernando. Uh, if you, He was a second-round pick coming out of Maryland to the Hawks before eventually getting... Uh, traded and uh getting moved around and now uh he ended up back with the Hawks so Hawks got him back and now um he's hopefully gonna provide some depth I don't expect him to be this big impact player but um that's a young piece you can who's still got room for development and pretty cheap to where you can kind of see what what he can do um when he was here with the Hawks, I really liked he showed flashes. He had some athleticism. He, um, While he wasn't a perfect player, and that's why he was a second-rounder, he definitely wa- was a pretty solid guy. It wasn't like he was just this random dude out there. He was a player who he, you could count on to come in for a couple minutes, maybe be able to take a couple solid minutes. But uh, he's definitely not going to be a big-time player for them. Uh, Definitely a cap-cutting trade where they sent two extra picks along with Justin Holiday and um, Frank Kaminsky was also part of the deal to get uh, Garrison Matthews and Bruno Fernandez. Uh, They also had to add two second-round picks to sweeten the pot uh, since they were getting a couple younger guys with uh, some some upside to develop while the other team was getting a couple of veterans who probably are about what they're going to be at their peak. Um, if not already hit their peak slash decline. Um, so we'll, we shall see how this works out, but I, I really love what the Hawks have done at the trade deadline. So overall, I think this trade deadline's like a B because while Hawks didn't do anything crazy to address their needs, they sufficiently addressed uh, the bench step they needed. And uh, most people on uh, social media were saying they're going to do nothing, which is part of something I was 
kind of thinking at one point because uh, sometimes your team just, even when they have needs, they won't address them. So uh, I'm very glad to see they went out and made made great trades and uh, made this team better. So we'll we'll see how they can improve their trading and improve this team in the future. But if the, these are the first moves under the Landry Fields and uh, Kyle Korver era, so I'm so excited for their future um, after seeing their first trades as G- GM and assistant GM. Um, so we'll have to see what's left for them and uh, how they'll get this team turned around after uh, this team uh, hasn't been able to add on anything after that Eastern Conference Finals run um, where they got knocked out versus Milwaukee who went on to win it all so I'm very excited Um, thank you all for tuning in to the um, rapid reaction where we uh, talk about the Hawks trades and how we feel about the deadline overall I'm feeling great about this deadline and I think um, there's not much more they could have done. So it's like a B, B plus range for this trade. So hope you all enjoyed. Thank you for listening wherever you get this podcast and have a great day.